guys. Welcome back to the Balance Chaos Podcast. We're here for another week. Today, we're going to talk about a little bit of balance with your boundaries. Yeah. So I think we all get excited when we learn, number one, that we can have boundaries because many of us haven't had them, especially if you're a woman and you've been taught to like keep it keep it calm and together. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, I can say I don't want to do something. I want to say that all the time. And then it can go a little too, too far. Yeah. Well, I think in general, when you're trying to learn a balance, usually you're on one side of something like too far, right? Yeah. And that pendulum will start to swing so that oftentimes we swing too far to the other side. Yeah. And so we're going to teach you some tools to become aware of when you're doing this and to bring your awareness back to balance so that you're not like, oh, I know boundaries now. So now I'm, I'm saying no to everyone. Or, (laughs) you know, I learned that I needed to speak up in my throat chakra. So now you're just speaking up. Yeah. (laughs) Even when you don't need to, or over talking or over communicating, you want to be able to take these things that you learn on your spiritual journey or your path and implement them where it makes sense, not overly push them out. Right. And I mean, really the whole thing is about, finding ways to balance your energy. So if it's if it's too far one way or too far the other way, you're out of balance. And when you're trying to speak up and saying too many things, it's not it's not working. No. It's not working. So And mo- that is when I think people will realize like, oh, well, I'm losing friends now or people don't want to hear yeah. from me and it's like, well, because maybe you're on the extreme side <laughs> you and went so, too far. Yeah, it was such a change that it's now turned people off. And it is okay to outgrow friendships and relationships. So I'm not saying that the ones that were supposed to go shouldn't go. go. Mm-hmm. But I'm also saying you still want to be able to, you know, if you're married and in a happy marriage, you don't want to all of a sudden start setting boundaries to the point where your husband hates you. <laughs> right. Well, I do think it's about, like, finding like finding your voice, finding what you need, but also looking at your life and realizing what's good in it and what you want to nurture. Because you can still nurture your relationships, your friendships, your marriage, um, and speak your truth and set boundaries. There's right. a way to do it and and not kind of like, nope, that's it, the end, cut things off. Um, and yeah, it's just about being aware. Yes. All about awareness. Exactly. Awareness is... <laughs> Basically, if we teach you one thing, it's like, <laughs> be aware of what's happening. <laughs> well, it's true. So what we wanted, the way we wanted to break it down is chakra by chakra, to show you an example in each energy center of where maybe it was imbalanced, but you can go to the extreme opposite side. Yeah. So, like, maybe it's blocked, but now all of a sudden you correct it overly, so now it's, it's leaking. leaking. Um, and it's so common in spirituality, too, because we're excited <laughs> and we want... Yeah. Everybody wants to show their growth. And this is the thing, is that, first of all, healing is a spiral. It's not a straight line, mm-hmm. so you don't just it's not level like, up and that's it. Yeah, right? you fix one thing and it never... You're done. And it's, you have to remember that your soul's journey is for your highest good. Mm -hmm. Your soul isn't trying to push or move. Our souls decide to incarnate in a physical human body to learn lessons. We don't get to learn when we're just a soul. Yeah. We need to incarnate this body or, you know, come in this body to have life to learn. So you're not going to be perfect at everything right when you get it, because then what would be the point? Yeah. There's no learning. It's like... I don't know. To me, it feels like going on autopilot, right? If you feel like, okay, I got this, I got this one lesson, and now we're just going to cruise through. Like, that isn't a life. No. Like, that's not a life. You have Things have to keep coming up, and you have to keep learning and, and growing. Yeah. yeah. That's that's part of the purpose. So, sorry. 
Well, this is what we come down here for. Otherwise, you could just stay your soul without coming into a body and you can continue to observe without implementing and learning. The body provides us a vessel to implement and learn. Yeah. So, so lucky us. <laughs> yeah. So... Let's start with the root chakra. Yeah, begin at the beginning, right? So your root chakra, and if you need any sort of like kind of recap on what each chakra is, remember that there is a full episode on each of the chakras and how to know if they're in balance and they're not. So we're just going to kind of quickly go over these. We're not going to go in depth, but if you need that, it's there for you. Resources. Amazing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So yeah, so your root chakra, if this... If you're somebody who is constantly going, 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 and you always feel anxious or ungrounded and you just almost like don't know what it feels like to be at home in yourself, right? So you're like, that's what you're working on. You you come in and you see us and you're like, I don't know. I can never slow down. I don't know where I am. I'm constantly running. I trip all the time, all these things. And then we're like, hey, listen, you need to just... You need to ground a little more. So here's things that you should eat. Here's things that you should do. And then you you feel this. And you're like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. I can just kind of chill and be at my house. And then all of a sudden, you really don't feel like doing much. And you just want to stay home. And you stop taking action. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going from a place of extreme action or overdoing. Usually that's a trauma response not to feel, right? So right. you're going to do, do, do to either prove you're worthy of love or feel love, and then we tell you it's okay to sit down and slow down. (laughs) Your energy's scattered. It's okay to pull it all together and rest. Well, you don't want to rest so much to now where you never do anything. Right. So the extreme version of that would be like, oh, I'm grounded now, so I'm just always staying home. I say no to all invitations, and I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, like your friends, your friends come in town that you haven't seen in years and they're like, Hey, let's, let's go out to dinner. And you're like, "Mm, no, I'm, I'm good. I don't do that anymore. I'm just grounding at home. Yeah. I need to be at home. (laughs) You can see how that's too much, too extreme. The, the healed way of doing that, not healed, you're never fully healed, but Mm. more balanced. (laughs) Yes. The more balanced way of doing that is to check in with yourself. Okay. I've been working on slowing down. Does this feel good for me? Is this going to completely unground me. If I do this, am I going to be too rushed? Am I going to feel anxious, which I'm trying to avoid? Mm -hmm. Am I going to feel out of my body? Well, then it's a no. Or, ooh, I can do this. It feels good. I'm going to get to socialize. I've been wanting to see my friends. It's not rushed. I don't have anything else going on that day that's already planned. And so it's not going to, you know, knock me off of my base. path. Yeah. Yeah. So I can go. So that's when you want to check in with yourself for root chakra. So you're not the extreme... Nope, I'm a homebody now when I (laughs) never was. Right. Or vice versa. So you're learning the check-in and what you can do and still be grounded. Yes. Um, Another kind of like the opposite version of that is if you were someone who had, well, not necessarily opposite, but if you're someone who was really worried about finances and set yourself in this pattern of worrying and not not doing and that's where you were and then all of a sudden we tell you like hey you need to like take charge of the finances like you do some things to make yourself feel stable and secure and then you go into overworking mm-hmm. <laughs> to to never not so you're switching from one side to the other so those are kind of the two sides of the polarities coin. yeah next would be sacral chakra which sacral chakra houses your sense of creativity your joy your vitality so A lot of times people with heavy sacral chakra energy will be very, very creative without action. Lots Mm -hmm. of ideas. 
Yeah. Right? So then you might get a balance in your sacral chakra and then be like, all right, I'm taking action. But then you stop creating and coming up with ideas. Yes. Yeah. Or I guess the polarity of that is you, every day is a weekend. You take so much joy in, in creating and slowing down and being excited. That's when you're prone to addiction, right? Yes. Because it, it feels addicting and there's no... <laughs> The party Stability. never stops. Yeah. <laughs> the party never stops. You're like, this feels great. I never let loose, and now I'm just going to always let loose. Right. I just thought of a good example. Okay. Oftentimes in spirituality, we talk about, like, releasing your inner child. Do something for your inner child. Yeah. Well, if you go overboard with this, it's like now you become an adult child, right? <laughs> like, instead of having a job, I'm just going to draw all day. Yeah. Um, or, you know, I'm going to go run and play. But I'm never going to organize my house uh, yeah. and get my taxes done. I'm not going to look at my bills, but I'm going to go play tag outside and it's going to be great. Yeah. Like, no, you don't want to, you want to tend to your inner child, but you don't want to become a child. Yes. There's a big difference. Yes. That, that was a great example. Um, okay. So next we're going up to solar plexus. Thank you. I'm like <laughs> struggling to read over here. Um, so solar plexus, which is like your your personal power and it's yes. where your ego lives. It's a big, it, it's a big one. I mean, they're all big ones, but like this is, I feel like solar plexus issues, whether leaking or blocked dominate our society. Totally. Yeah. And this is kind of where your, your boundaries come into play, which is part of how we started this conversation. Um, talking about today's episode because yeah. you're here and a lot of us are, Recovering from childhood wounds, recovering from different situations that have happened and our ego is there and it's protecting us, right? So we're in this protection mode and we've gone too far one way or the other. Either we're very... Um, well, I guess, I can I help you? Yeah. Or not even help you, but can I speak? You, <laughs> you may speak. Well, it's more like, okay, so like if you've been that inner child that were like you didn't take up any space mm -hmm. and then you start healing all of a sudden it's like the visualization I get is like I'm the boundaries bitch now <laughs> like boundaries all day I'm owning my power and so you kind of overset boundaries and it almost feels aggressive yes. to people and it's yes. like like maybe somebody says like we should get our kids together and your new boundary is like I'm not having people at my house and it's like no, nobody said <laughs> nobody. that we had to meet at your house <laughs> Yeah, and it's it, you see how that was like a bit uh, too much. Too protective. And the reason you're doing that is because now you realize like, oh, okay, I can command my space. I can command my energy. Right. But it's too much of a push. Instead, it would be, I would love to get the kids together. Right now, I'm not having people at my house because it feels like too much, but let's let's find- You want to go to the park? A common ground. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of just like, nope. Nope. Shut it down. Yes. Shut it down. <laughs> I do feel like this is the, this is a space where people just are like, and we don't do that anymore. I don't do that anymore. So I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, wait, I didn't even ask you what you wanted to do. And you're like, all of it. I do nothing. <laughs> I don't. Well, oh, or in a family scenario, maybe you've realized you never set boundaries with your mother-in-law, mm -hmm. but then all of a sudden you're excited to do it. And so now it's like, it comes off super mean. Yeah. Well, like, you know, maybe she invites you let's uh, five things a year and you've decided I need more boundaries. The last few things we did weren't enjoyable and it didn't feel good. Mm -hmm. So now all of a sudden you're saying no before she can even get out what it is. And you might actually really want to be a part of that family thing. Yeah. So your boundary doesn't have to be so firm that it's I don't do anything with my mother-in-law anymore. It could be gentle of, I check in with myself before I do things with my mother-in-law. Yes. Well, and that's the thing about boundaries is it's not, 
I don't think there's like a one size fits all. Like, it's not like my boundary is I never have people at my house. But then somebody like your best friend calls you and she just got into a horrible fight and you're at your house and you're like, I wish I could invite you over, but sorry, I don't have people at my house anymore. And she's like, what? What? <laughs> like, there's always an exception to the rule. So it's really like you can think, okay, my boundaries are I don't want to have five holidays or five get togethers with my mother-in-law. However, I want to check in with myself and see which one feels good. You know, like it's more about being aware and checking in with yourself. Does this feel good to my body? Do I want to go? Am I feeling pulled toward this? Or is it something that feels like, nope, I don't want to do that. That's when it's the time to set the boundaries. When you feel that, that gut feeling, that intuition of like, this isn't right for me. And it's not that like, no, we're going protection. I don't care what you want to do. We say no to this now, always. (laughs) Yeah. With boundaries, you literally need to remember your why. Yes. Like, am I saying no to things because I want to be less busy and be able to feel grounded and have me time? Okay. That's why I started. Now, if I'm set on a routine where, you know, my me time comes first and that feels pretty stable. Well, maybe I loosen up my boundaries now. Yes. Because I don't need them as strongly in the same way I did when I first started creating time for me. Yeah. Well, and I think this goes for all of them. I was thinking about this earlier. So like when you first go, like become aware of like, oh my gosh, I'm not grounded. I don't set boundaries. I don't know how to find joy in my life. Then you're going to go a little far to to feel it. Yeah. Because it's so not normal that you're like, okay, all right, this is what it feels like to sit down. This is what it feels like to play during the day. This is what it feels like to say no. And then you get to it so it feels comfortable to be in those spaces because it's uncomfortable at first when you're going the other way. So now you're comfortable. Now you can figure out what's right for your actual everyday life. Yeah, yeah, that's so. Exactly. I'm really into this. I'm no. talking a lot with my hands, you guys. You Honestly, would love to see it. <laughs> driving great points. Because, uh, yeah, it's just, I have seen so many clients, or if I see their spouses too, and, and it's like, well, now they're pushing so much this way. And I'm like, ooh, I see Oops. where that started in the right place. And now I see, because remember your ego? It's a tricky little sucker. <laughs> it sure is. So your ego is always going to want to protect you. So if, let's say, we told you to set boundaries mm-hmm. and you realize you never have, and then you set them, and then you realize, oh, it wasn't so scary and it feels good, then the ego is going to be like, see, that's see, why we, we do we that. We like that. We so like we're going to do, do it everywhere. But you have to remember, okay, for my highest good, for my soul, for my intuition, do I need this much protection? Yeah. Most of the time it's a no. So try to come from a place of love not from a place of punishment. Yeah, I love that because it's it, because it is that protector, that punishment thing kind of gets it sneaks its way in there without you really realizing it until it's too late sometimes because you're like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm really good at this. I'm setting this boundary. Uh, this person hurt me and that's where it comes in, right? If yes. you're if you're like, I'm going to say no because remember this person hurt me, if there's anything spinning around in that realm, Know that that's your ego protecting you. You are absolutely right. If it's this person hurt me and I'm 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 saying no, and you know deep down, if you're being honest with yourself, you're saying no to punish them. Mm-hmm. That's not a boundary. That's your ego taking over, and you're using boundaries as an excuse. Yeah. To feed your ego. Yes, and that gets really dangerous. Honestly, I mean, it's a very easy thing to do, and I think because boundaries have become such, I don't, I don't know, I don't want to say like a hype word, but like... A spiritual it, practice that yeah. people are really embracing and realizing they can have. Yeah, I think it's just, we're so much 
yeah, we're allowed to have them now. So it can very quickly become something that you're using as like an armor without actually letting yourself feel yeah. what you need. Well, so let's say you're married and you have a boundary with your husband that you don't talk about, I don't know, <laughs> your relationship in front of your kids. I don't even know where this is coming from, but let's, let's right. go with it. Let's do it. All right. So we don't talk about a relationship in front of our kids, but let's say you guys are on a weekend getaway with the kids for five days and your husband just has one thing he wants to say about the relationship and you automatically go to like, nope, we set our boundary. This is that, that. (laughs) but it's really that you don't want to acknowledge that or take the blame for something that maybe you were wrong for a minute. Yeah. And so we use the boundary to push it away to not take accountability. Yeah. That's toxic. Yeah. And, and it's okay to revisit. Boundaries don't need to be black and white. Now, in the beginning, I see why it makes sense for them to be, but they don't always need to be. Remember that with your, your spouse. Or like if you said to your spouse, maybe you always made them breakfast and you did that because you felt like, I just need to make their day easier and blah, 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 blah. So you always make them breakfast, but then you guys talk and you realize that doesn't serve you anymore and it doesn't feel good for you to get up early to make breakfast yeah. for your spouse. So you say to your spouse, I'm not making breakfast anymore. It just doesn't work. And you guys have a civil conversation about it and your spouse agrees. But then let's say one day your spouse gets up a little late and they're starving and they're like, it would really help me if you could just make the coffee and and fry me an egg, please. And you're like, no, I said I wasn't making (laughs) breakfast anymore. Remember we talked about this. I'm done. I'm retired. (laughs) Yeah. And in that scenario, you, you do have two options. You can check in with yourself and be like, okay, do I have the time, space, and energy to make this egg without resentment? Mm -hmm. If you do... You can abandon that boundary that you had set prior. Right. And now decide, okay, I I can make the egg today. Or if you are going to get resentful and you are, I mean, you have that safe space too to still say no, but just check in. Just check in. Yeah. Don't just do something. It's like when anything becomes automatic, right? Like if you're doing things automatically, you're not listening to your intuition. That's so, yes. Yes. <laughs> so. We should have started the podcast with that sentence. <laughs> Sorry. It took me this long to get there. <laughs> yeah. So if, if you're setting boundaries, just saying them like, this is it, this is it. Like you're actually clouding your intuition at that point. Well, cause you're living in the past. You're not living in the present. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're responding and reacting rather than being. Yeah. And that's, I mean, the whole point of finding spirituality and growing spiritually is to, I mean, maybe that's not the whole point, but you want to be more in touch with your intuition. Like you want to connect with your soul, connect with what you're doing and be present and trust yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're in this place of doing things automatically, you know, on autopilot, because you set these boundaries, you're getting actually further and further away from it and masking it as spirituality, which is so now you have reverse healing to do. (laughs) (laughs) You got to back it up, back it up. Uh, the next chakra, if we're still moving through chakras is heart chakra. Yes. So let's say you go from a period in your healing where, you know, you didn't trust anyone. You're very guarded because you had a rough childhood. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, okay, I can open up my heart chakra and I can begin to trust and love again. Well, you don't want to be too trusting to where you <laughs> let a criminal in your home, right? Or like you give somebody your social security number and they steal your identity. <laughs> you're like, my heart is open. You, I should click this link and give you all my information. <laughs> I think you're great. Let's do it. <laughs> right. And it, it, it's finding that balance of, okay, I want my heart to be open, but I don't want it to be so open to where I'm constantly taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. Or the opposite. Let's say you have a very open heart chakra and 
uh, you attract people who steal your light. Well, you don't want to close it so so much now to where like you're like, okay, you're sitting in the darkness. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want anybody around me, or I don't want to give love or help or yeah, I can't human kindness to anybody. Yeah, it, you turn into that like, well, I I can't trust people anymore, so I'm just not gonna trust anyone trust anyone and it's just me myself and I and like that's not great either no and remember humans are pack animals we do need each other even if we get frustrated triggered annoyed and don't want each other (laughs) you still need each other because like we said in the beginning you're here to to grow and Mm -hmm. you actually need these other humans those people to to push (laughs) we really do and it it can be hard it can be hard yeah just remembering in the heart that I can judge each person and each situation moment by moment. Yes. And because I, I always use a mother-in-law for this one. Because in heart chakra, if you felt like, oh, my mother-in-law betrayed me, I could never trust her again. That's mm-hmm. too harsh of a boundary because what yeah. you're saying is I don't believe that she could ever grow. Yeah. Do we all grow at the same level? No. But I do think people can grow, shift, and change, especially if you're communicating. So if somebody hurt you first, you need to let them know that they hurt you and how they hurt you. Yeah. So that they have the energetic space space and chance to take accountability and change. Yeah, because if you just (laughs) sit with something and are mad at it and never say anything, of course they're not going to do anything different. They don't know any different. Yeah. They don't know that anything happened. In their world, everything's great. Yeah, you didn't say anything. It's cool. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. Uh, Next would be... Throat chakra, yes. Okay. So throat chakra, this is another one that I feel like can get really overdone Easily, I agree. Because a lot of people aren't speaking their truth or taking up their space and just kind of keeping things even keel. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, I can say that I don't agree with that. I can say that I, you know, don't want to make breakfast anymore, whatever it might be. And then it's like you're kind of just spewing your voice all over the place. And you're like, I think this and this and this and this, and nobody's asking you, nobody wants to know Right. Well, I think the important thing as you're balancing your throat chakra is to understand that it's okay for you to have a voice and it's okay for you to speak up, but you can't command that people hear you or listen to you. Yeah. So understanding, state your truth, but you can't force your truth. That's exactly it, because... When you learn that you have this voice and you can say things, you're like, cool, so now I can say it and everyone's going to agree with me because... I'm saying it. I'm saying it. And that's not how it works. Like, when you open your throat chakra, you're also creating the space for someone else to open theirs so you can have an open discussion. It's not about forcing or pushing your views or thoughts on anyone. It's about you being able to say what you believe in. Yeah. And part of having a balanced throat chakra is to be able to take in... To receive. ...other people's ideas and communicate... A conversation should be, how are you doing? And you explain how you're doing. And then asking the other person how they're doing (laughs) and explaining how they are. That's a fluid conversation. But I think so many people don't recognize that they just either talk or Mm -hmm. they just listen. The balance is talking and listening, giving and receiving. Yeah. Because obviously the other side of that, which you were just saying, is if you talked a lot and now you're like, okay, I'm going to be quiet. And then you're so quiet that you never speak up. Yeah. Yeah. So. So trying to find where it feels good to speak up, knowing that if you speak up, it doesn't mean it's always going to be received or heard. Right. But you're speaking up for you. Yeah, you're not speaking up... To be to, validated. Yes, yes, or to be liked or to do this. Like, you're speaking up to because you feel like you need to. Yeah, well, it's like, okay, this podcast is a great example. Kristen and I love spirituality. We love teaching about it. So we're using this as our vessel to teach. Mm-hmm. But if somebody doesn't like it, doesn't agree, or doesn't want to hear 
They don't. We're not over here. Like everybody in the world has to hear our podcast. If you haven't listened, you haven't lived. Yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> and it's no. Our truth might not resonate or be somebody else's truth, and that has to be okay. Absolutely. And I think something to remember is, you know, with spirituality, we'll use just this example. We are have our truth that we have understood and it's coming out through us, through our experiences and it might not resonate with everyone and someone else's story and the way that they portray it and talk through it might resonate more. And that's, what's great. Yeah. 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 Community. Words words for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) The next chakra up is your third eye. So third eye does house like how you receive intuition and kind of what you see when you're not looking with your eyes. And I like to describe this even as like what you feel or what you're aware of. Mm -hmm. But if, if you open up your third eye and now you're hyper aware of everything and everybody's stuff and feel it, that can be really heavy too without protection. Like, so I think the big one here is like empaths who are like, I feel everybody's stuff. And it's like, okay, we might become aware that you feel everybody's stuff. You can feel it without absorbing it. Yes. And the overabsorption is the, I guess, overuse of it, right? Like internalizing, okay, I feel the world is suffering and now I'm really sad every day. Well, it's like, you shouldn't have to be sad because other people in the world are suffering. You can be sad for them and want to create or move change where you can, but it doesn't mean that now you have to be depressed and want to kill yourself because that part of the world is bad. Yeah. Well, and it's almost like, to me, I feel like this one comes into a little bit of like accountability. Okay. So if you're, you know that you absorb a lot and you're aware of that, what can you do to make yourself feel better instead of just like shutting down, shutting down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's true too. Like, you know, the boundary there is like, Oh, I absorb a lot. So I can't go out anymore. I can't go in crowds. I hate crowds. Well, no. How about you do a a meditation to protect your energy Mm -hmm. so that if a concert comes up that, you know, you would really enjoy, you you can can go go. be in a crowd (laughs) for that. Yeah. Like prepare and equip yourself with what's going to make you safe and still enjoy life. Yes. Because same, I feel everybody's, trauma, especially if I drink an amount, but I have to remind myself, you're not working. These people are drinking to forget their trauma. So also drink to forget theirs too. Right. And go and have fun. And the whole time I'm out, I have to remind myself of that. Mm -hmm. Like they don't want to hear what you have to say. They're not your paying client. And if they do want to, they're going to pay you. They're not going to meet you at a bar. Are you sure? I know. Actually, I might start bar services. Bar services. (laughs) No, but I like before, and I've had Halstein do this too. If we go places together, because we used to always go to concerts and things and we would just be like little magnets for very interesting people. And I was like, what is, before I was fully aware of all these things, I'm like, what is happening? Why, <laughs> why is it that there's always the person that's like knocking the people over by us, which I guess still happens, but. <laughs> that happened to us as a collective group. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As I'm saying this, I'm like, oh yeah, that just happened did happen. <laughs> I didn't do a good job, but we will like, I, and I've taught him the same like meditation that I'll do on myself before and it makes such a difference even just of like who's coming around us which I will say I didn't do it that it's okay I also I we needed that experience for some reason collectively so don't take the blame for that (laughs) but yeah it does it makes a huge difference if I'm like okay we're gonna go out here um we're both a little sensitive and we have both people like to hang out with us so let's just well I think to be noted there even in this the circumstance where we're all together Mm -hmm. I think because we were all very aware, this is going to sound braggy. It's not my intention. We were a higher vibration in the room. Mm -hmm. And so these people, long story short, guys, these people were really, really wasted or they were on something. They couldn't stand. They're spilling drinks everywhere. (laughs) They're 
like it's a concert where you stand, like standing floor. They're yeah. knocking into everybody. They're they're like swing dancing. Yes, it, it was. <laughs> everybody around them was mad. Yeah, and I do think it could have escalated, but they found solace in being biased because they were completely unaware. But they were safe because we weren't going to punch them. Right, we weren't going to yeah knock them out or anything like that. So even though we might have been a little on edge about it, or like, oh, how is this happening? Or we were actually laughing. We were just laughing, yeah. But how great is it that we were able to hold space so they could still have fun and have their experience, even though they probably should have gone home at that point? Right. And at one point they did, yeah. right? They yeah. left. But yeah. it's understanding that, okay, if I keep drawing in these experiences, maybe it's because I am the safety in this Yeah, well, in which... Like, also, not to sound braggy, I would always feel like that would happen. I was like, well, they're just hanging out with us because we're, like, light and bright and and easy and we're having a good time. Like, of course they want to be by us because if they're fighting, it would always, a lot of times it would be, like, couples fighting, which was is definitely, like, a generally a polarity between Halstein <laughs> and I. Like, we're, like, at a concert having a good time, at a festival, like, sitting on grass, and there's, like, a thousand spots and somebody sits down right behind us. I'm like, okay, well, we're just, <laughs> they're just trying to, to pull in some of our good stuff. Positive energy, yeah. <laughs> Uplift. So, I guess the moral of the story <laughs> with what we're talking about is if you realize you get anxious in certain spaces or places, but you do think it serves you to go, Protect yourself before you go. Yeah. And that's how you can call your power back instead of setting the harsh boundary of, oh, I'm too sensitive to go out. I don't go around people anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, and even just like looking at it like how we're talking about, uh, you know, instead of being like, oh, why does this always happen to me? Like, oh, how nice that somebody can, you know, pull from us when they need it. Yeah. <laughs> it's true because there's probably been times you've been drawn to certain people when you yes. were at a lower frequency and you unintentionally pulled what you needed from them. And that's how human kindness works. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Our final chakra is the crown, the crown. So the crown is your connection with your higher powers, the universe, God, whatever you would like to call to it. resonate. Yeah. I think this one is like maybe if we're using spirituality as an example, maybe mm -hmm. you realize you are super spiritual mm -hmm. and not maybe you grew up a religion. So let's say yeah. you grow up a religion and you realize, ooh, that doesn't resonate with my energy anymore. I don't believe what I was told to believe. And now I'm going to call myself spiritual rather than whatever that religion is. Yeah. But then now you feel like it's your journey. Like, well, I'm going to go tell everybody that I grew up with that that's that. that You're wrong. That they're wrong <laughs> and that they spied at me. Well, it's like, oh, that's an overuse of that boundary. <laughs> yeah. If you realize it doesn't serve you, serve you, it doesn't mean that you have to go convince everybody else in that. Right. Organization it, that it doesn't serve them. Because it might be working for them. That yeah. might be what's connecting them. And if that's the goal is to let people feel connected. Then, yeah, there's no harm in them being connected in that way. Yeah. Um, so remember that. Or same if you're a religion. It's hard because I know in religions it's often taught to, like, spread the word. Right. But you can talk about how it's impacted your life in a positive way without telling somebody that if they're not that religion, they're going to hell. Yes. And I think I've talked about this before. I feel like my... This is something my mom did really well, um, just telling me, like, this is what we're learning. This is what we believe. But ultimately, all religions are about, like, being kind to one another and finding a community. And I'm like, okay, cool. And made it a little more open for me that nobody's wrong or right. And I know that that's not what everybody thinks. But I just think if you go too far the other way, that's when it gets toxic because then you lose your love for other humans yeah. if they're well, not like, exactly like you. <laughs> how could they believe that they deserve to die because they don't believe what I believe? Right. Like that is too far. That's too far. <laughs> I don't that's know if that needs to be said, but that's too far. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. too far. Or it, like anytime, well, with crown chakra, anytime you put yourself on a hierarchy, yeah. I know more, I'm smarter, I'm, I pray better, I 
I've see done this, this, and this. Yeah. yeah, and you start to compare but feel better than somebody else or another being. <laughs> yeah. Too far, and now it's coming from a place of ego. Yeah. So it would be like if I was like, I'm spiritual, so I'm better than anybody. Nobody can tell me I did something wrong. Like, let's say I'm completely, I come over to Kristen's house, <laughs> and I make a mess, and I throw trash everywhere. And she wants to set a boundary and tell me. Brooke, Brooke stop throwing trash in my house. Yeah. <laughs> but if I was like, you know what, Kristen, I am so spiritually in Zen. Trash doesn't bother me, so it's your problem that it bothers you. Yeah. That is manipulation. That is not me setting a boundary. That is not me being spiritual. spiritual. That's manipulation. And you have to, that would be my ego yeah. trying to protect me. And it's hard. It's not hard, but it can be confusing because we do be. learn like most people's triggers are about them, not about you. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean to use that as a total lack of accountability. Yes, that that's exactly it. And I think that plays in with a few of these things, right? If you are using your spirituality as a way to not take accountability for your actions, like to say like, oh, you know, I went too far with that boundary and that was actually just about me being hurt from before. Or, you know, I'm feeling like I'm better than you because I've just gone through this journey and I, you know, did a meditation for 10 days and now I see how the world is and you don't, so I'm just not going to talk to you anymore. Like those, that's, it's too far. It's judgment, really. Yes, yes. But you're using, you're masking it with spirituality. Yes. Um, I've actually had a lot of people, and if you're listening and if you've done this to me, you owe me an apology. Just kidding. <laughs> That's manipulation. She'll take a <laughs> handwritten card with, um, I don't know, a gift card in it? Yeah. Sounds oh, good. Starbucks, the site. Um, <laughs> so, like, if you use something, so I've taught people about the concept of time. If you're overly frigid with time mm-hmm. and it's making you ungrounded, really, or running your life, or now you're having physical pain in your wrist or something, and you're coming to me for a healing session and we're working on your relationship with the concept of time, uh-huh. that's fair, right? Yeah. But now if you show up to an appointment 20 minutes late <laughs> and you're like, well, time's an illusion. <laughs> well, that's manipulation <laughs> because there that's is just being a little shitty. <laughs> well, it, cause, And it's like, well, with any business, not even just me, your hairdresser, your, your right. nail person, Anything, whoever anyone it is. that runs on time, be kind to them. <laughs> yes. Like I understand time is an illusion. Time is not linear. There's all these spiritual things you can think about on time. But in the day-to-day, However. if I'm going to operate in this world and have a business, I do have to run things. Like, we have to have an agreed-upon meeting time so that we both show up because yeah. I'm good at telepathy, but, you know, most of you guys aren't. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but so that's where it's like, you, well, you can't use a spiritual concept to, to not take accountability yes, for yes. leaving your house on time. Yeah. Like, or, I'm making it up as I go, so yeah. time doesn't exist. We're but I've seen it in so many places where, yeah. if, like, if I set a boundary, like, oh, sorry, I don't work on Sundays, and somebody's like, oh, I'm going to manifest that you are. <laughs> well, that's... No, you're not. <laughs> now I'm never, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> now even if I thought about it, I wouldn't. No. Yes, but that, and then that goes into my own ego, right? Mm, Somebody's yep, coming from a yep. place of ego, so then I'm going into ego. So pay attention, because there's so much in spirituality that is good, but humans and our ego can really quickly make it. You can take it nasty. Yeah, I think, I mean, like we said, it is the ego's job to protect. So, of course, it can go there, right? It, it's, it wants us to feel good, yeah. right? And sometimes feeling better than 
mm-hmm. is feels it, good. For it feels good. So you're like, well, you're spiritual, so it's fine. Do this because you can tell them that you're spiritual, and you're doing it because you're spiritual. You want them to grow, so you're being mean right. <laughs> because it's going to help them grow. I'm just triggering them so that they can grow. It's like, no. Not no, when no, it's no, conscious no. like that. Yes. If you are aware, <laughs> that's yeah, that's where you go. Yeah. Like manipu- it's manipulation. Mm-hmm. Or saying that, like, I had another example that I felt like was pretty good. Oh, a, a lot of times as a couple, one person will start a spiritual grow- mm-hmm. journey and start yeah. growing. The other one usually comes along. But it would be unfair to be like, I'm just outgrowing you. You're not growing enough to use, to manipulate them to yeah. grow. Yeah. Like they have to want to grow on their own. And usually it's it's by seeing like, oh my God, you do seem really better. What are you doing? Maybe I'll look into that and try that on my own instead of you being like, see, I'm better than you. I'm outgrowing you. Yeah. It's, that's like, it's manipulation and you're forcing it and then it's not going to, when they do. They're going to resent you. Yeah. They're going to resent you. And if they do decide to grow, they're going to be like. Okay, and you outgrew me now. I'm outgrowing you. Whatever. I don't know. It's just like that's not a healthy place for anyone to start their journey. Yeah, and that's not a fair boundary yeah. to push. Because it's like everybody does grow on their own too. There's no like real measurement. Like just let's use this example. Just because you're going to energy healing and listening to this podcast, but maybe your husband finds refuge in hiking every weekend yeah. and sitting in meditation, one's not better than the other. And you're both growing. It just might be in a your energy is impacted at different points at different times in different ways. Right. And I think if the goal, especially if it's your partner, the goal is love between the two of you. If you're, (laughs) if you're coming at them in an attacking way because they're not moving through their spiritual journey, like you are, that's not love. That's not being there for that person. That's like trying to make that person be someone who they aren't. Yeah. Well, and when you do that, you're doing that for protection because you really are afraid that they're not. Yeah. Going to make it through the finish line. Well, yeah. And so you're, (laughs) you're deciding I'm going to push them away before they can leave me. Yep. So pay attention to where your boundaries are, to where your spiritual practice is, might be some place that your ego is using them for manipulation. Yeah. And and how can you grow and let those things go? Realize you don't need this much protection and and feel. Connect with and your body. Feel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, biggest advice going forward is become more aware. Like notice when you're about to set a boundary if you're doing it because it feels right or if it's something that you've just decided in the end, cut and dry. Um, and if you're using anything to manipulate or to get back at anybody in your life, because that's not good. No, that's not good. We don't want that low vibrational bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Not here. Um. Not today. Not today. (laughs) Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, we hope you liked this episode. This was fun. It was really fun. It was really fun. We had a good time. So hopefully you did too. Otherwise that's your ego. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) That's a you problem. Not an us problem. All right. Well, we will see you next week. See you next week. Listen, hear you, whatever. Uh, You will hear us. (laughs) We will be in your ear holes. I don't know. And if you do have any questions on this, this is a topic that I think feel free to reach out. Reach out to us on Instagram. Um, If there's a certain scenario you're struggling with or Mm -hmm. unsure. Yeah. uh, We're willing to give free advice on this. Yes. We would love to help you. One per person, though. Don't come at me with six things. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I don't need six scenarios. Just one. (laughs) Have a great week. Bye, guys. 
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Balanced Chaos Podcast. We're so happy to have you here with us each week. Please help us out by subscribing to the show, sharing with friends, and leaving us reviews. You can also follow us on Instagram. We can communicate with you there. Our Instagram handle is at balancedchaoslv. Reach out and we'll write back. Bye. 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 Bye.